Hello, Rip City. To all of you here in town and in every corner of the interwebs, thank you for tuning in. We hope you're enjoying this beautiful Tuesday, the 28th of January. I'm Keith Upner Smith. He is Ty Delbert. What up? And you are listening to the Podland Trailcasters. And Ty, it is a little different for us, I think, to be uh, recording on a Tuesday. This is not the normal routine, would you say? It is not the normal routine, but you know what? We are men who can deal with the unpredictable. Roll with the punches. Roll with some crazy scheduling in this wild 2020 January we've had so far. Anyway, as always, if uh, if people are looking to reach out to us at the Trailcasters, uh, where could they find us, Ty, on social media? They can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and that's at Trailcasters. Yes, it is. And if we're if they're going to send us any of these emails, we sure love what kind of emails and where can they send those emails, Ty? We love fancy dancy emails. Fancy dancy emails. Trailcasters at gmail.com is where you can send those. And whenever they are listening to the pod on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, I don't know where else would be, but we'll find more and we'll get on all those services. And where are they, or when, when they find us on there, what are we looking for? Not one, not two, not three, not four, stars. five stars. Uh, yeah, I beat you to the punch there. Sorry about that. Whatever. And the beautiful beats that we are listening to right now, where can the lovely listeners find these beautiful beats? SoundCloud.com slash Odar Beats. Please support Odar, all of your other local artists, as well as our sponsor, Clearly Speaking. Brandon Nuffman over at ClearlySpeakingOregon.com can help you with all of your speech and hearing needs, such as stuttering, uh, talking too fast, any sort of other uh, uh, accent reduction or any sort of uh, voice fatigue you have from yelling too much because you get too excited on whatever day you're podcasting, whether it's a Saturday, a Sunday, or a Tuesday, uh, she can help you out. So go and visit Brenda at ClearlySpeakingOregon.com. Okay, so, Ty, first things first, outside of those obvious things that we had to get done, but first things first, we need to address uh, the elephant in the room, the reason that we are podcasting early on Tuesday. You and I planned to do it this last weekend, as usual, on uh, on Sunday, I think this week is what the plan was, but besides you being in, you being in Corvallis and uh, having some kind of scheduling stuff there, besides me having... Uh, some stuff going on on my end and kind of some schedule snafus happening as well because that just seems to be the pattern for January. We had very, very tragic news. Rest in peace to Kobe Bryant and his daughter, Gianna, and the seven other people on the helicopter that crashed on Sunday. Forgive me for not knowing all of their names at this point. I know it has been released. Uh, Other teammates, other coaches, other good people and their children. It's a tragic, tragic event. And I know on Sunday, Ty... You and I, when we got this news, when we, I think, were first seeing the notifications about uh, the helicopter crash and Kobe Bryant's death before we even had heard about Gigi being involved, I think this hit us both pretty hard. I I, I don't know. I'm going to give you a second to kind of take the floor here because I think you are I think you are a bit more of a, a, a Kobe historian than I would be. But for someone who has never been a fan of Kobe on the basketball court, this hit me surprisingly hard. Uh, and obviously it's something that's sent waves through the sports worlds as well as many other worlds, which is something you and I are, have already touched on. But uh, why don't you uh, tell me how you're feeling right now? Yeah, it definitely uh, it definitely affected me more than I thought it was going to at first. I'm not much of a Kobe historian. Uh, I mean, obviously, I followed his career. He's, he's, he's arguably one of the greatest players to ever play. Um, I used to just hate him growing up. Obviously, like us Blazer fans, we just hated him on the court, hated seeing him give us that Kobe stare when he put his lip out or hit daggers. You're like, how are you hitting shot after shot right now? <laughs> and we 
are trying to win this game and you can't miss and he's like not stopping it's like bro you already have five championships it's a game in middle of january like just give it to us but (laughs) he he wouldn't so stuff like that i hated him but then about when i got to high school i really started like really respecting his game like i used to like just growing up i didn't i didn't really respect games just oh that's cool he made shots but then when i got there i really like respected his craft and like how he got to his spots on the floor, his moves, his work ethic, the night, or just the fact that he was doing it over and over and over again. I really started respecting him. I used to start watching him on YouTube and uh, following highlights of that. So, uh, yeah, it really affected me more than I thought it was going to be. I think one of the reasons it did is because it wasn't like a drug overdose. It wasn't like... uh, Hmm. I mean, or just something like that. Like, it wasn't like he was doing anything bad. Like, he was... Yeah, he's you're, doing you're all the right things lately, and then it was just a freak accident, and it's just like, how does that happen to him? That's an interesting... Yeah, I hadn't really thought about it that way, but your point being that we see celebrities who maybe get caught up in the fame, caught up in kind of uh, the riches and, and, yeah. and the grandiose lifestyle, and that brings them down. As, and as it's that still is terrible. So tragic. Yeah, yeah, but, but it's, it's a different kind of tragedy there when it's almost in some level... Uh, um, self-inflicted, I guess? Yeah, uh, yeah. With, with, again, with like This wasn't anything he was... Yeah, like he wasn't self-inflicting himself. It was just, how does the guy who is arguably one of the most famous people in the entire world, like not even in the sports, but just famous people in the entire world, die in a helicopter crash in California when he's been getting on planes for the last 20 well, years, going across country, going to China, going all over well, the world? Check this out, too, though. I have some real irony about it. Uh, and again, sad irony. I'm not trying to poke any fun at any of this. Um, I heard a story yesterday. Uh, I saw a clip about... Kobe from a years ago giving an interview talking to someone about why he used helicopters yeah. and private flights all over LA and the reason was his daughters he wanted to be around his children this dude as much as he was the uh, and again look uh, plenty anyone who's listening to this has heard plenty Kobe eulogies right now we're mm-hmm. not going to spend forever on this but this is important to touch on uh, this dude who is like you said arguably one of the best basketball players of all time one of the most competitive people of all time in any sport across all, all, all fields. That's what he was known for. And again, I think that's why this has sent shockwaves through so many fields beyond basketball and sports itself. But people across the globe recognized the drive that this man had in everything he did, the, the, the push that he, uh, the motivation, that, like how he motivated himself to keep going. But beyond all of that, beyond all the sports, what he cared about more than anything was his daughters. And the, the interview was basically him talking about his wife, Vanessa, would say something about, well, you know, he's got post games to handle. He's got all the other basketball stuff. He's got, he had his career to deal with. She can handle the kids. She can pick them up. And he'd be like, no, he wanted to be involved. He wanted to be part of their lives. He didn't want to be an absentee father. And so he started flying these private uh, helicopters, not flying himself, but he would, uh, he would use p- private helicopters so that he could save time uh, after practice not to deal with LA traffic. And he was doing this for his kids. And it's, it's, I mean, again, it's always tragic, the loss of life like this, but it is even more so, uh, it's a different level. It hits you in a different way, I guess, when uh, when he wasn't doing anything wrong and when the, 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 this, that sad twist that this was literally something where he was doing it to be closer to his daughters and that was in all, I mean, in, in at the real root of it, that was the uh, the part of the cause that, 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 that had them there in that moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then just, and then just all the other people involved, like, it's just yep. sad to hear their stories. Like, there's kids without parents now. There's parents yep. without kids. Uh, I mean, these people, like, I mean, like, most of them were all young. Like, I think even the pilot wasn't even that old. Like, they were yeah. all had so much life ahead of them. And then, like, I think for Kobe's daughter who died, I think one of the reasons that's even more affecting people is, like, he almost 
I mean, like he loved his family, but like you could tell that this they were like, close. This girl was something special. Like yeah, like for Sports Rise, and he was really putting his legacy into her, and that was almost yes. kind of what carries Kobe's on. So now it's like we lost Kobe, but then we also lost the person who was gonna help us no matter when Kobe retired or left was going to help us carry on for Kobe. Let me and hit on like that we too lost real both quick. of them. Uh, there was another piece that I saw yesterday. And again, I, I had a lot of exposure, I think just from, uh, from the day job and getting to see a lot of kind of footage and clips of people talking about this in different ways. But I think there was a, a clip from, I th- believe it was the Jimmy Kimmel show where Kobe was on there a while ago. And he had some uh, quote about, Dudes would come up to him, often like machismo kind of macho fans would come up and be like, oh man, you need to have a son. You 